Hello, and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here spreading the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has not only in building a better relationship with yourself, but also with your community and with our beautiful planet. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can not only empower your relationship with yourself, but also empower your relationship with your community and with our beautiful planet. So if you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. You can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.org. And we have a very special new addition to what we're doing. We now have a membership program called the Lifeline Membership Program, which offers support calls, group support calls, free admission to our events, workshops, specialized merch. So we also have special discounts going for students, teachers, frontline workers. So if you want to hear more about this, please go to our website at the LY Foundation slash membership for more info. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everybody, welcome back to the LYF podcast. Monica here. Today I'm joined by our podcast team. I have our co-hosts Ayla and JR on this call, and we're going to be interviewing our interns, Brian and Glavelle, who've been working behind the scenes editing all of our episodes throughout this semester. Definitely want to give Ayla and JR an opportunity to say hi and then go from there. Hello, everyone. This is Ayla, the Growth and Development Coordinator for LYF, and of course, the co-host for the Conversation Series. Super excited for today's episode and hoping you guys get more of an insight into the podcast team here at LYF. Hey, everybody. This is JR, IT Tech Web Admin and Board Member and one half of the Conversation co-hosts. And I am also too very excited to get this underway. And Brian Erglaval, can you guys say hello, hello? Hey, everybody. What's going on? Brian, one of the interns. Thankful to be here. Thankful to talk to these lovely people and excited for where this conversation is going to go. All right. Hey, everybody. This is Glivel, uh, the other intern for the LYF organization. Really excited to be interviewed today and discuss all things LYF and life. Hi, everyone. So good to have you all on here. It's always a joy to get to experience these conversations with more people. Sometimes the solo episodes can be lonely, so it's nice to be joined by all of you. And how special, too, because the podcast couldn't be a thing without each person here. So I think one of the first questions I'd love to ask Brian and uh, Glivel is talking a little bit about your journeys with self-love. Like, how has being part of this organization helped you in your life so far or impacted you and you could it could be personal or, or professional whatever y'all would like to share I can go first so for me the on the personal side at least it was this was the only place that got back to me for an internship out of the full few handfuls of people that I sent invites or sent messages to I sent everyone a cover letter I sent everyone my resume, anything that I needed. And this was the only place that got back to me even. So with that, it was more along the lines of now I'm a little hungry to be here. Now I really want to do the best that I can to showcase what I can do. I didn't even get a chance. I didn't even get looked at. And I've been in business for a long time. And I know that they at least should be sending you an email 
type of thing. So when you're talking about self, when you're talking about self love and all that, I live by the know your worth type of thing. I knew that I was better than that. I knew that these guys made a mistake and it wasn't like a bitter thing. It was a, now I'm here and we're going to rock this and I'm going to do whatever you guys need to do. And I'm going to do it to the best of my ability and put together a portfolio that's going to look awesome and hopefully open doors. So uh, yeah, along those lines, just, I'm just thankful that you guys showed up at the right time. And even the mistake on my email where I said that I was going to do video editing was funny too, to look back on and now just everything coming back together now that I'm here and winding down on the semester has just been, it's been a roller coaster for sure, but it's definitely been fun. And I'm, I'm super grateful to everybody just to have that chance and to be a part of the team for sure. No, it's been so good to have you part Brian. And, and I'm very astonished that others didn't get back to you, but I'm grateful that we did. <laughs> and that we're here now. It's funny because when the organization was created in 2017 is that's when also I was actually going through my own personal self-love journey, or at least it was like a Kickstarter where I hit my lowest point and it's just been growing ever since. So when I discovered this on like the list of internships to apply to I applied to a few and I did hear back from a couple but like this one especially because I just the love yourself foundation I was like oh my god that sounds like a good time and I definitely enjoyed editing the podcast but I think the marketing aspect when I had to come up with captions and stuff definitely helped me really reflect and think about loving myself and things that I am actually proud that I have done or am doing so I'm so thankful that I was able to be a part of this and contribute in any way. No, absolutely. And I love the that synchronicity too of the relatability of 2017. And it's nice to have that in common because as that's when that's when it, I was I hit my rock bottom too. I empathize with you, Cleveland, and, and what maybe you were going through as well. And to see where we are now. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. I wanted to mention that. I think it's interesting that I see a lot of people, at least like in our organization that recognize like their lowest point as the jump starter for their self-love journey. And it's unfortunate that a lot of people wait till then to like really start being like, Oh, wow, I should really work on how to make that a thing. But I'm definitely glad the foundation really works to spreading that message at any point in your journey. And yeah, I just think it's fascinating. Yeah, I was going to piggyback off of what you were talking about, Ayla, because that's how it was for me too, is I wasn't really in tune with who I was or who I am or where I wanted to be until actually the LYF podcast when Monica had me on as a guest and I had the platform to express myself and explain my personal journey and, and my story, that that was a the catapult for a lot of things in my life. I definitely have to give credit to LYF podcast and Monica for uh, allowing me to have that opportunity and to be where I'm at today. So it, it's absolutely amazing. Yeah, definitely. I think that it's really interesting to think that for me personally as well, I tend to work on myself more when I'm not happy with whatever my situation is. And I think that I'm trying to get to a place where no matter where I am in my stages of life, that I'm actively seeking growth, no matter how happy I am. But I think that a lot of times we're like, oh, life's good. We can just keep it how it is now. Like nothing has to change. But I think that there's a lot of cool things that have gone on in the organization that have made me really see the possibilities are endless for your life. And there's a lot of things that you may not even know as an option that can make your life even better than you can imagine. And so I did want to ask you a question, Monica, because I haven't heard it before, but what really made you 
I guess like the catapult or the impetus for you to start the organization when you did. For the large majority of 2017, end of 2016, most of 2017, that's when I was going on like the deep inner journey. I was going through the depression, but at the same time, getting closer to spirit. That's when I really started becoming more spiritual and really I had a come to head with a lot of questions of what I stood for. And for those that have gone through depression, it really knocks you off. Like it really, at least for me, what it, it just really made me question literally everything. So anyway, for the large majority of that of 2017, I had also been thinking about the connection of mental health and the state of the, the planet. Since I grew up as an environmentalist and for many years, the environment was my main focus. But as a result of going through the mental health challenges, I started thinking that something had to be, there had to be a connection there because we are animals. So we're not any different really when it comes to being part, right, of this ecosystem. But what really pushed me forward was when I quit my job at UNLV and then I decided to stay in Spain um, because that was one of my dreams. And it was after the near-death experience. It was really I was recovering at this point from a lot of the things that I was going through and, but it really took me quitting my job and that decision to staying in Spain to start putting energy in what would become LYF. And for a while, I didn't really know what it would be called or anything. And, but I will never forget, like literally me, <laughs> like not having, it was weird. It was for the first time in my life, I didn't really have anything planned and I've always been like a natural organizer, personality wise. And but for the first time in my whole life, nothing planned. All I knew was that I was staying in Spain. And then I was like, since I, I need to, I think now is the time to start putting energy in this idea. And then I remember just writing down on a piece of paper, all the things that I liked doing and that I felt like I was good at. And I remember on the top of that list was I like bring people together. So yeah, just little slowly, but surely things started to come together. And so it's like a compilation of things, not just not a cookie cutter one way, but which is life really is a lot of cycles. Definitely inspirational. I'm happy to hear that because I have never heard like the real origin story. And I definitely know that there is something to us being connected to the environment and this is actually the first foundation that I've seen talk about that connection. And I think that really is what sets us apart. And I hope that as we continue with building our foundations and the systems that we have, that we can really spread that message more and continue discussing those important things. No, absolutely. And I think a lot of it's about remembering that we are animals. And I say this a lot to my mom. She laughs, but it's the truth. <laughs> So it's, I think just remembering our place on this planet and of course, starting with our own lives, remembering our place within ourselves. So definitely. Mm -hmm. And I know that for me personally, because I graduated in August, I definitely started off on that track of, oh, wow, there's no more school. <laughs> now what? And so I definitely want to move over to you, Brian Glevel, and ask how you guys are feeling with nearing your graduation. Beyond excited, Re ready to go. I'm a little bit older and I took my time going through school. I couldn't really figure out what I wanted to do while I was in community college. So by the time I transferred to UNLV, 
it was a you kind of have to figure it out just i'm ready i'm just i'm ready to be done i'm ready to get a career i've had jobs but now i want a career and i want to settle down and get a family going and all of this and that's the first step and i also want to look back on unlv and say i'm an alumni not a student anymore i've been a student for far too long and it's just i keep saying it but it, it's time it's time to go it's time to get a future this was the last class quote unquote that i needed it was more of just getting this handled getting everything going and then once this is done i said i'll stick around for the spring to help the new interns and i'm hoping to meet somebody that has like a similar road that i had where this is hey this is it you, you got your big break now and you have this opportunity run with it so yeah to be ready and to go into a career something that i want to do hopefully the rest of my life that'll provide food on the table for my family. I can't even measure the excitement. I'm counting down the literal seconds at this point, the literal seconds. For me, I'm, yeah, I'm super excited to be finally graduating because I've also been in school for quite some time, the past eight years, ever since I graduated from high school. So to finally be at the end point, it's a re big relief because I feel like the lifestyle that I want to live where I have a desire to travel a lot. I love solo traveling and that's what I like to do. I had just started right before the pandemic hit and then the, that happened. So I put a damper on things, but I felt like school was holding me back on that. And I, yeah, had such a structured school career for the past or since I've been in school that finally did not have that. I'm just like, wow, I'm going to have a lot of freedom to do pretty much whatever I want. I ideally would love to be working in journalism because that is my major. So like I said earlier, I was applying to jobs for the past like three hours. Um, but I'll, if it doesn't happen right away, I'm completely fine with that. Like I could just spend my time traveling the world. That is so cool. Yeah, I definitely remember. It's been a while since I graduated college, but I remember that feeling of finally graduating getting that diploma and then just saying oh it's over it's over i was i was fortunate that i was already working at the place that was my career and so i benefited from that but it's definitely a very exciting time to to finally get to that finish line and to see where the next place you're going to go or the next step that you're going to take and with that in mind i know you guys have touched on a, a little bit of what it is that you want to do after you graduate but what do you feel is your purpose what do you feel that not only do you want to do as a career but what what do you feel is your life's purpose Ooh, that's yeah, that's the big question. Uh, yeah, that's a, no, that's a question. Honestly, it's one of those questions that you never really stop to think about. You just go through college saying, this is what I'm going to do. But then when somebody says why, you, I, I don't know. But purpose, God, I don't know. I've always found sports to be a really big part of my life, whether it was growing up, playing different things. Maybe I wasn't too good at it, but I always enjoyed being a part of it. I always enjoyed being part of a team. And I started playing hockey a little bit later when I was like 18, 19 with my dad. And that was something that always brought us together. And I look back on fondly and love it. And I think my story would be, I have, hor I have a horrible sleeping pattern, like the worst. I'm like an owl. I, so it's just, you never know what's going to happen. And I was lying awake in bed, flipping through TV channels at three in the morning and a show came on ESPN. And it was these two guys just talking. It wasn't reading a script. It wasn't, this guy scored this many points. The score was this that's it done next it was these guys were talking and they were giving opinions and i felt like we were all sitting at like a restaurant table just conversing and it wasn't like a feeling of like i'm alone or anything like that no it was just naturally nice for people to just be talking and they gave their opinions so i guess yeah in order to answer the 
purpose question. I would like to be that caster, that radio personality or whatever along that line that somebody can say, oh, he was talking and I loved it. And he made me feel like I was part of a conversation. And the bigger picture was these games that these don't matter in the long run. These are just games. We're just having fun. But to have somebody that, yeah, I agreed with that opinion. My friends or the guys at work didn't agree with that opinion, but Brian did. That was really cool. Or, hey, he said something I didn't think about. Or it was nice to hear different things. So just long-winded answer for sure. But I think the purpose would be just to keep having those conversations in a lighthearted manner. No, no ragging on people. If you have a bad game, you have a bad game. But I wanted to take the stuff that makes me happy and find the other people that are looking for that same happiness and just have that conversation. But make it a good time. Make it fun. And yeah, long-winded answer for just what is your purpose, huh? Wow. Yeah, no, that's a deep question. But I, a few weeks ago, I went on an Instagram story rant and people thought it was funny, but I was talking about my purpose in life. And I was like, I was put on this earth to have fun, to experience life and travel. Cause I love getting to learn other cultures is like my favorite thing ever. So I like to immerse myself in other cultures, which is why I like to travel to different countries by myself, new cities by myself and do not the touristy stuff, but really find out what locals like to do. And with that, I feel like I should be doing that, but also sharing it with the world, which is why I chose journalism, because when you get to do that, you get to write about it. I prefer to to write about it more than like video. Like I know a lot of uh, people want to be influencers nowadays, but I truly just love writing about my experiences, which I've been told by a few people already that they can't wait when I post a blog because I used to have my own website. And I used to write on there and people would always look forward to that. I haven't done that in a while, but hopefully getting back onto that as soon as I graduate. But yeah, I feel like my purpose in life is to experience cultures and write about it. That is so cool. Yeah. I love all your guys' responses with that. It's just, it is a big question to ask. And especially when you're going through college, you're almost done. The only thing that's on your mind is being done, just finishing that, that, question is like later on down the road but you guys are almost done so i figured that that was probably the best time to ask that question but if i could follow up with that since we are the podcast team you all been editing the podcast you've been doing this for a little bit now with these life purposes that you guys have do you feel that you could express yourself in those areas using podcasting as a medium or would you use something different or do you feel like you wouldn't use any of it and you would just keep it to yourself? Oh, I'll go first on that because I've actually, I'm also taking a podcasting class at UNLV because I was always interested in it. And like for a year now, I was thinking of starting my own podcast. So I feel like, because I have a lot to say, I have a lot of opinions and I feel like I would definitely be very open to going into podcasting. Um, one of my final projects in the podcasting class was to create one and record like a, a first episode. And I did that with two other uh, students in the classroom and it was fun. It was great. So I definitely believe that I can tell my story through podcasting and plan on doing it sometime soon, hopefully. Ooh. Yeah. I think I'd probably go the podcasting route too. If I can't do anything, honestly, I'm so open to anything at this point. If it was having an online blog or if it was like a being a columnist, fine. If it was podcast, great. 
any anything to just get the opinion out there and just to have that conversation. But I, yeah, podcast, I'd be all right with that. I'd be all right with even that little talk show or anything like that. I'm obviously setting really high expectations here, but yeah, just as long as I could get whatever I was thinking across, because yeah, I, I piggyback on Clavel's answer too. I'm, I have a ton of opinions and sometimes it just blurts out, but yeah, if it came down to podcasts where it was like something I could do weekly, I'd love it. I took podcasting classes too. It was a lot of fun. I didn't do anything with like big groups other than small talks. It was still fun. I still enjoyed being behind the microphone. Once you get over like the little jitters and you roll your neck, pop a few bones and then, okay, hey, we're into this. Let's go. Let's talk. It, it can be fun. It, and it's something that I enjoy because it is just sitting around. I look at it like water cooler, having a beer at the table type of mentality. Just talk your sports. Everybody gets an opinion. There's no wrong opinions. And as long as I'm doing that on whatever platform, I'm happy. I wanted to ask a question pertaining onto the, on, since JR brought up purpose recently, I had a presentation and I had a question asked to me of what do you do when you feel like you don't have a purpose or you're not really sure what it is? I'm really curious to hear what you all have to say to that. And what are some advice that you could share uh, or things that have helped you? I know that a lot of times, I know while I was a student and even post-college meeting people that are still unsure what it is, what's their purpose, or even how to find out what it is. And there can be a lot of anxiety around that sometimes. So yeah, any advice? I'll um, start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is funny because this question is something that has been overwhelming me lately. And it's something that I've always questioned myself. And for a long time, especially at the beginning of my self-discovery journey, I was so fixated on that. And I think a lot of times in our society, like the big, what is your purpose question is something we get so fixated on that when you don't know, it's overbearing. And what has been most freeing for me and my advice to anyone listening is that your purpose is just growth every day to just get 1% better live life 1% more, be 1% happier, and continue to pursue whoever you are. And so life is not all about happiness. Of course, we have to experience all emotions. And I think that once I let go of my purpose is to be a doctor, or my purpose is to do this, and let go of my purpose is to be something besides your purpose is to just be yourself and embrace that throughout your entire life. And I can't emphasize enough that the main thing that you should take away and the main way that you should live your life is that you should actively be seeking, how can I best embrace who I am in each moment for the next 50 years? Because it's not something like, obviously, I would hope me at 50 years old has a different take on how I want to live my life than me at 21 years old. Um, but may maybe she wants to have fun, too. So I'm not I don't know what she wants to be like. But I think that has been so rewarding for me because as I've graduated and not really realized, like I graduated, I have my degree now and I have no idea what I want to do. And it's weird for me to tell my friends that like I have a degree, but I'm not in the field and I don't know what I want to do with that necessarily. But I don't see that as something that makes me anxious anymore. And it's more so that I can choose anything I want to do. And that's so freeing to me. That's beautiful. Ayla, go for it. Glubel. Oh yeah. No, just to add on to that, I think that's great advice to, to find purpose is just to grow. And I feel like doing that is just doing all the things, trying all the things, like figuring yourself out, spending time with yourself. Cause that's when you realize what you like, what you don't like. And 
the only way to do that is through growing. Like from doing that, you do eventually, you just grow, you become who you're so you're destined to be. And that's great. So just experience everything that you possibly can. I'm going to go down a little bit of a different avenue. I'm going to go down what helped me. And it was, dude, slow down. All the thinking and overthinking about trying to find what you want to do, you'll get there. There's no need to rush yourself. And I'm a little bit older. I'm not, I'm almost not in my 20s anymore. So Brian of 23 years old is a lot different than Brian at 29. At 23, it was, okay, I have this warped idea of time almost. I have this window where I need to, hey, I should be graduated by 25, 26. Start a family, 27, do this. And it's just, you're not going to do anything to yourself other than give yourself gray hairs and stress yourself out. So it's just take that time. And I'm not saying slow down, sit on it for years. I'm saying give yourself maybe a day, maybe surround yourself with people that you can talk to and say, this is what I'm thinking of doing. And enjoy it. Enjoy that conversation with them because you might hear something you didn't plan on. I didn't plan on going into radio. I plan on going into print for newspapers, for things like that. And then as I started talking with family, it was maybe what about radio? What about TV broadcast? I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But instead of rushing to make a decision, I sat on it a little bit. I took a class in each. So when I got to radio, that was what I really enjoyed. I liked being behind the mic. I didn't like having the camera on me or anything like that. And I felt a little bit more free than writing. So, okay, let's pursue this now. I didn't just rush anything like that, but give yourself that time. There is no rush. We're going to be here for quite a while. And you people coming back to school in their 40s, in their 50s, if that's what it has to be, that's what it's got to be. And just accept it and embrace it because you're not different than anybody else. As long as you're doing what you want to be doing, whatever makes you happy, as long as it's not bad, obviously, of course, it's not anything crazy, but it doesn't matter what job you really have. As long as you're happy and you're spending the time in the way that you want to be spending it, that you can't ask for anything better. But just that would be mine for the older interns that come in or people that are looking for a job. Dude, there's no rush. Hit the brake a little bit. Coast a little bit. It's okay. You're still here. No worries. I'm happy you mentioned that, Brian, because that was something I struggled with for so long. My mom used to always tell me I wanted to go from step A to Z and skip all the middle. And I was like, okay, but like, how do I go to step B if I don't know step Z? And she was like, you don't know step C. Like, just go to step B at this time. And so I think that's really valuable. I was going to say, I'm the complete same way. I'm always thinking about the beginning and the end game. And I never really think about, okay, we have to, it's like a staircase. You have to climb the steps, but I'm always like, well, I want to have a kid by the time I'm 31, no exceptions. Then COVID happens. Then you get fired from your job. Then the missus gets fired from her job, anything like that. Those things are going to happen. So it's like, why are you living in this warped reality type of thing? But you set that precedent for yourself of, oh, I want to graduate at this time. I want to have a kid at this time. I should be, why don't I have a house? Why am I in an apartment? What did I do wrong? And it's, you do, you're just digging yourself a deeper hole. You have a roof over your head and you have people around you that love you. That's all that matters. You just slow down a little bit. Take it one day. Yeah, for me, I would say that if you don't know what your purpose is in life or you're still trying to figure that out, the thing that helped me a lot is saying yes to opportunities. I I, I grew up pretty just narrow-minded. I just kind of stay in my lane and, and was too afraid to say yes to a lot of things and, and missed out on quite a bit that not just maybe two years ago, I started to say yes to opportunities. I said yes to Monica to, to manage the website, for example, which is something that sounds very small, but internally was such a struggle for me because I just did not know if I could do it. I didn't know if I was going to produce 
great content. I don't know if I was going to help out the organization in any way. And this is the first thing I've done outside of my career. But as persuasive as Monica is, if you haven't noticed already, I ended up saying yes. And that totally changed everything for me. Like I said, I was working in IT for a nonprofit for 16 years. I had been in there since I was 17 in high school. And I just thought that's where I was going to be for the rest of my life. That just a couple years ago, I was saying yes to LYF. All these opportunities started coming my way. And the fear of not saying yes went away. That I got to experience all these new people. I got to do new things like learning how to stream our live events, which is something I've never done before, and do more video work to now doing a YouTube channel with my best friend since the beginning of this year, which I never thought that was going to be a thing at all. I definitely did not think that I would be co-hosting a podcast with Ayla. That's another thing that I didn't think was going to happen to eventually it got to a point where it said, you know what? I'm not happy with where I'm at anymore. I don't think that me working IT is what I want to do for the rest of my life. That I eventually just took that leap of faith and quit my job and started my own business. So what I thought my purpose was ended up changing over time. And simply because I said yes to different opportunities, different things that I didn't think I would be exposed to. So if you don't know what your purpose is or you're struggling to figure that out, say yes to opportunities that come your way because you never know where it's going to. I'm interested as to what your answer was, Monica. I think what I answered was just to give yourself time to just a little bit of mix of what everyone has shared here. I can say when I legitimately felt very lost back in summer of 2017, and it was like for the first time, like I felt super aimless and it was very unlike me because I'm very similar to everybody here, kind of like always knowing, like just having the path there and but what helped me was giving myself time to just rest too. I remember I, I was just going so fast and I remember I just lost myself too and in, in the hustle. Yeah, the big thing that helped me was give myself time and rest and tapping into the things that brought me joy and learning and learning to be flexible. I think that's the biggest thing I've learned is to be flexible with life because it's life isn't cookie cutter. And if the pandemic has shown us anything is that things were, are going to happen that we're just not going to be able to expect or even see coming. So I think just being really kind and flexible with yourself, especially in those moments of indecision and uncertainty is what helps it helped me but yes so any other questions that come to mind LRJR for brian and Glivel or for all of us yeah since we let's get off the deep stuff for a little bit just really simple what is it that you've learned since you've been editing the podcast working with podcasts doing all of this work for that what is the one thing that you have learned that could possibly help you going forward Ooh, i'll go professional answer i guess the amount of apps and programs that you guys use i was able to put on the resume i was able to touch on all i had experience was with adobe i had never heard of headliner transistor descript there's a few canva later.com i had never heard of any of those i had never been introduced but i look at it like the more you know type of thing and then especially you know, i know this one sounds like i'm so out of touch with like you young kids i instagram doing the stuff with like instagram and stuff i've never done that before i i never really had i had an instagram for the purpose of having an instagram if that makes sense just to be oh hey i've got one too 
same with Snapchat, Twitter, all those other ones. I, I don't have those. All I have is Facebook and that's about it. So uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take mine. What have you learned? The, just the professional answer of all these apps that you never know what opportunity is. Oh, you know how to do that? Oh, dude. Okay. We need you. That's less training. We need you. Come on in. Stuff like that. For sure. I would probably have to agree. Like that's, I learned how to deal with all those websites and apps or how to work with them. But I feel like also I learned that podcast editing takes some time. It takes a lot of time and you really have to concentrate. And yeah, it was just, it was time consuming. So kudos to anybody who does have a podcast, um, especially if they do hour long episodes. Cause I personally like longer episodes. I like listening to longer ones. So now I'm just like, wow, they must've spent so much hours editing this. So yeah, it's a lot of work and I feel like it's an underrated crap. Yeah. I'm glad that I'm happy to hear all that. And um, yeah, it's interesting all the behind the scenes with everything. And of course, a lot of folks see the final product and they may not, you know, realize all the work that goes into it. But since we just had our event the other day, that's another really good example too. When folks come and they get to see the final product, but really we're like planning a month in advance always, but I'm happy that y'all have learned. And that's always our biggest goal is for y'all to both learn personally for yourselves and your life, and then also help you in your professional career. I also want to say or give a big thank you to you both for making me look good every week. So thank you. I appreciate that. Because people don't know. Ayla knows, but I am screwing up maybe twice minimum every episode. Thank you for making me look very good. You, no, you, you do it on your own. You do it on your own. No, you guys are great at what you do. And I think your guys' chemistry, it shows. For the people that are listening, you guys can tell that you're friends. And you guys can tell that you respect one another. And that's two big things. It's not just strangers talking. It's you guys actually care to hear the stories that each other has gone through. And I, it shows. No, you guys do it on your own. You guys look good on your own. The, some of the editing funny ones, like we've had Ayla's cat, which scared me out of nowhere. That was like, those are the ones that I look back and I laugh on. Because, yeah, I'm just listening and she's making a great point. I'm like, I'm getting into it. It's like, all right, Ayla's got this point. Oh, whoa, whoa. Whoa, what was that real quick? Sorry, my cats are having a little bit of a, a scuffle here. So it, but it was just, it, it's funny. All that stuff, you guys do it on your own to make yourselves look good. There's no thanks for any of that. You guys do such a great job. And everybody's, I guess I'll even answer that question again. Something I've learned is this is a really important place to learn teamwork. And the creative input that everybody is allowed in this foundation is like second to none. This isn't the go get me a coffee internship. This is the, hey, if you have an idea, talk about it. Your opinion is valued and we're at least listen. Sometimes we don't exactly do what you want to say, but that's okay. But it's still, anytime we have those meetings, speak up. You can do it. You have the ability and people listen and you're going to learn from it. I did want to make the point that me and JR actually were like pretty close to strangers in our very first episode of the conversation. And so it's really cool to see that like over the last few months, how far we've gotten. Yeah, it's really amazing that how well you can get to know someone over like just recording an episode or even a conversation. And I think that like what I've learned most from doing like both your positions of editing the podcast, but then hosting is just the importance of communication and how like much growth happens just from having that conversation. Like you mentioned, Brian, like being able to speak up and have your ideas feel heard. I always was very grateful for Monica for allowing me the opportunity to get to my position today through that. And I think that no matter what you do, as long as you 
take that lesson wherever you can. It allows you to grow for sure. Yeah, just doing the the episodes every week. Uh, it, it's like a little capsule of personal growth every time. And it's not just the people who are hosting the episodes, it's people behind the scenes as well. We're all just leveling up every episode, each episode at a time. And, and it definitely takes a village to, to produce something uh, of good quality. Even though you may hear our voices, there are tons of people, Lavelle and Brian specifically, who are making that magic happen too. So it's definitely all effort going into it. And again, like Ayla was talking about, we were strangers when we first started the episodes, I started the show for where it is now to be much closer to her and to have that trust and that confidence that we'll be able to have the conversations, a little hint, I'll just drop that real quick and be honest with those conversations. It's not manufactured. It's not, we're not trying to put on a show. It's literally us having this conversation with one another. And it's just so cool to see where it started to where it is now. But also just for me personally, I always hated seeing myself on camera. I always hated the sound of my voice, but something magical just happens when you do this often where you don't even think about it anymore and, and it gets to a point where you're actually enjoying the process. You enjoy doing it. And really what it comes down to is the people who are listening and our purpose for doing these shows, doing these episodes and, to hear that response, I was just telling Ayla the last time we recorded of a couple of people who had come up to me that I didn't even know, even listen to the show. And they were telling me that they love the show. They love what we're talking about, what we're discussing, and, and it's helping people. It's just amazing. You just never know who you're going to touch with whatever it is that we're trying to do. That That is what we're doing this for. We're doing this for. Oh, I love all that. I know for me, it's definitely helped me become a better listener in everyday life, having conversations with friends or strangers and just having more intention to when I'm talking. And for me, since I get to interview some of our local musicians and other community people, I'm so grateful that it's given me that opportunity to really connect to the human behind the work. Because I think a lot of times when folks are in like the public eye, there can be this image about who they are. And at the end of the day, we're all human. And I, that's one of my favorite things that, that I get to experience most recently interviewing Tana Marie and just getting to learn about her journey even more and just all the hard work and self-growth that she's gone through to get to where she's at now. And so I think podcasting changes lives <laughs> and I'm so grateful for Des for shout out to Des for really persuading us to take this leap of faith and to do the podcast, especially when we were still super deep into the pandemic. Um, so shout out to her and to all of our past podcast interns that have helped our podcast grow. And honestly, such a, so much gratitude to everybody here because before this semester, we only had our weekly episodes and then now we have two a week and we couldn't be doing this without everybody here. So I just want to say thank you so much to everybody for being determined to grow this. And it's been honestly very effortless. I feel like everybody's energy, it's just worked so well. And I'm so grateful of all of you here. And I also want to say thanks to Brian because he gave us a really good idea and we ran with it and we're going to do it. We're going to have our first ever 
live podcast event on December 8th at Makers and Finders. And we're going to be interviewing the co-founder of Makers and Finders. And through that, a fundraiser was created for LYF. That idea came through in one of our meetings and it just worked out so perfect. So just want to say thank you, Brian, for, for that little nudge. Yeah, that's crazy. That, that's awesome. I, I've been getting the emails too, the back and forth conversations, just how much that thing skyrocketed. It was just a simple little, hey, try this. And then all of a sudden, just boom. That's what I'm saying about the whole speak up thing. You never know. You never know what you're going to say that somebody's going to go, oh, that is a great idea, dude. Oh, I love, I didn't, I don't know why I didn't think of this type of thing, but no, I'm super glad. I'm hoping it's going to go really, really well. I'm sure it'll be a really interesting conversation and it's a coffee shop. So yeah, man, coffee shop for sure. <laughs> Everybody loves coffee. I need coffee man. right in the morning. If I don't have my cup of coffee, don't talk to me type of deal. So no, people are going to show up for sure. Come listen to it. Come meet these guys. These are really awesome people. For sure. So no, I'm, I'm just, I'm super thankful that it actually worked out and you guys are doing a really good thing for a lot of people, whether you get to meet all the people that you touch, you're still doing something important. Thanks, Brian. We all are. It's a collective action here. Any last minute thoughts or questions to, to ask away? No, I think I'm okay. Mm-hmm. I think we've pretty much covered everything. Nice little conversation and everything like that, but I'm excited to meet the new interns coming in and I think if they are listening to this or they ever do listen to it, this is a fun place to be. This is a fun place to be. This is a good group of people. These are a caring group of people for sure. And take the opportunities that they present to you and run with it. And you never know what'll happen. Hmm. Thanks, Brian. Any words of wisdom for our future students? I think it's like becoming my motto now, but do all the things and try all the things. Be open to doing, if you're in one part of the internship like if you're doing marketing branch out see if you can do maybe blog writing or podcasting because you it's fun you get to learn different departments and meet new people so definitely do that awesome thank you all any last words Ayla for JR just super thankful and yeah lots of gratitude for everything that organization provides and all the people I get to meet and work with or not even work with but just see the work they get to do I think it's just a time of gratitude and like on every episode of the conversation Ayla said it perfectly so I second what she said I love it thank you everybody I am so grateful of all of our growth and and where we're headed so we couldn't be doing this without each and everyone here And uh, so grateful for our growing audience and more to come. And we'll be posting about the event very soon. But for those listening, it's going to be on December 8th. The event will begin at 6.30 p.m. And it will be at Makers and Finders um, on Main Street. And there will be be food. There's going to be a DJ. And there's going to be obviously the live interview happening. So lots of goodies coming. So our first podcast event and hopefully one of many. And uh, I think that's it. So, well, thank you, everybody here. Appreciate all of you. And thank you to everybody listening. Until next time.